Hello and welcome to Sunny 16 Podcast for another week. Uh, it is episode 208, I've been reliably informed. And what a treat we have in store for you this evening because we've got a full team. We've got the wonderful Rachel Brewster. Rachel, oh, so Rachel Brewster, right? God damn it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's only three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> One day my co-host will get my name right. <laughs> uh, I make no promises. Uh, we have the fabulous Claire Marie Bailey. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Claire, Good evening. Put all, the, put all the names in. <laughs> and the awesome John What's-His-Face-Whitmore. <laughs> oh, evening. Hello. A fabulous, ah. I, you would say a fabulous full team, but really, can we can we have a full team without aid here i mean could it really be no just could oh my god who's that coming over the horizon (gasps) it's (laughs) hello welcome back to the podcast they we missed you (laughs) where have you been eh? what's happened all this has gone well to be honest i haven't i haven't been very far to be honest because we're not supposed to go out are we (laughs) (laughs) Tell us of all your travelling tales, eh? Well, I, I um, yes, I went to my back garden earlier today. That's in, fact, nice. I, in fact, I worked in my back garden earlier today. Not in the sense that you work in gardens, because I don't have that kind of skill set. I sat at my laptop at the garden table most of the day. Lovely. That sounds That's a very okay. nice way to spend time in the garden. So, Aid, um, our listeners will want to know, as you've you know been absent now for two months. Is it two months? Did we decide two months? Uh, about about give it give or take. Well, we we always like to give here. Um, how have you been, and what have you been up to? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, mostly, uh, uh, I've spent my time on um, working really, um, and uh, we've been very fortunate actually in our household. Our work has been able to continue. Uh, and uh, but what that does mean is I spend a hell of a lot of my time on group calls. <laughs> no, no, none of them anywhere near as much fun as as this one. But but sadly, they all take place during business hours, and this is the evening time. So by the time I get to this time of day, I'm usually absolutely sick of talking to other people. Um, but uh, but you conned me into coming and joining the conversation <laughs> today, so that's a good thing, I think. Well, you know, right now at the beginning of the conversation, it sounds it feels like a good thing. I'll let you know how you do at the end. I'm, oh. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure uh, the new newer members of our team will be delightful and, and Rach as always will be amazing oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I regret to inform you I haven't changed at all as you've uh, you've already familiarised yourself uh, with that um, yeah I wouldn't I, yeah that that would be weird if you changed <laughs> oops clunk also like, it's not not yeah, that would be like totally unexpected, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. Like me displaying competence in not smashing stuff when recording. That would be unexpected for everybody. Um, I was just going to check. Did you press record? By the I way? did press record. Yeah, I haven't forbid that I didn't miss that massive clunk. That would have been very upsetting. Um, also, when I blew out the audio earlier when I was yelling, just cheers for eight. So, um, listen, that's what editing's for. Um, well, how was the rest of thing, Rach? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, mine's mainly been um, editing, trying to um, trying to um, shape bits of video into something that makes some sense. Um, so yeah, it's been mainly doing that, answering emails, trying to get things um, sort of like different projects and things that people have started to get in touch with me again about, which is exciting. So yeah, um, I'm j- there's things bubbling in the pipeline, and I'm just basically working on that really at the moment. 
that's good to hear. What about you, Claire? Um, like Rachel, I've had a good week. Um, and I think for me, I'm in a in the planning stage of um, some new photo work. Um, and also in the planning stage of my um, groceries challenge, which I'm hopefully, um, if I get some nice, if we get some nice weather, um, going to start shooting tomorrow. So for me, yeah, planning, planning some shoots, doing a bit of storyboarding and sketching out some of my ideas. Oh God, um, so, so that's where I am. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So can <laughs> I just clarify? When you use the word planning, you actually mean you're making plans, as opposed to when I use the word planning, yeah. which means oh, I've just prevaricating and done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I plan. I, I, I. I, I put from my head onto paper so I'll think of maybe the, the sets where I, where I want to go obviously um, within well locally um, and then I'll s- start sketching out um, what what in my head that the shot looks like um, so I'm sort of in that stage at the moment. That's awesome. Uh, John, have you been up to anything cool oh. since we last spoke yesterday? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when was it? Um, I've been I've been trying to take photos of prints, like product photos, ready to put online because I've been trying to do that for the last two years um, <laughs> and thought I'd finally get around to it. <laughs> Are these um, your your prints, um, John? So that you you'll yeah. you'll be selling your artwork. Is that is that what you're you're doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Fantastic. Because I just, I, I guess the last couple of years I've had the cycle of going to art fairs to sell them. Mm-hmm. And this year, I've, I've never got around to putting them online. Mm. Um, yeah. But this year, because I haven't got any of that, I thought well, I'd actually try and do them for a, for online purchase, finally. A brave so hard. And, and really I was going to say, are you finding it tough? What, in what yeah. way has it been challenging? Just set, setting up and lighting them um it takes forever doesn't it it's all that plap yeah. that flap <laughs> it's all the, flap, <laughs> it's all the, flap, <laughs> all the planning and prep but, uh, yeah. yeah that takes all the time eh yeah and then by the time I, I've, I've got a setup now and i've gone through about i don't know 20 30 prints taken photos of them all put them all on the computer and they're all rubbish <laughs> so i've got to just do it all again <laughs> oh no you need to find somebody who's good at taking pictures john <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you need somebody who's technically very good. And get Ben Horn call. <laughs> um, what about you, Graham? Oh, God, what have I been up to? Not much, actually. Most of, most of my fun time has been spent on motorbikes, actually, Owen. Um, not anything photographic, although here's a plan that I have, which is going to be a photographic-related thing. Um, so mm-hmm. as I may have mentioned once or twice, I recently got a Carbon and Adventure, a Carbon and a Carbonara Adventure camera, <laughs> um, which is super cool, and I love it. Um, and... Uh, what I'm thinking of doing, so my bike, I've got um, some rigid panniers for it, some like side things. Ooh, and what I think I'm going to do, I know it's very fancy. As my brother says, it looks like a real Ken Boone bike. I can go and do deliveries with it. Um, Are you going to do like a long way down or a long way round kind of uh, epic adventure around the globe? Um, well, probably not. It but sounds I'm, like I'm trying to get rid of you, and I does, didn't actually mean it like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly I'm not. for that if you do it. Okay, well, they, oh, no, well they, now, now John's up for it. We're both going to go. <laughs> uh, you can go on the back of mine. That'd be great. We'll be like, um, <laughs> or get a sidecar. Oh, do it on a horse instead. Oh, are you putting John in a sidecar? <laughs> okay, we're going slightly off topic here. Anyway. This is what happens when you're not around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I've sort of been lulled into a, 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 
a listening state already actually i just oh, yeah just like wash over me and i'm sure that sure sure it'll start to make sense soon when i've tuned in a little bit i doubt it anyway getting getting back to the point was of the of the photography related thing my, my plan is um, i'm going to get some foam and basically turn one of my um, panniers into like a Pelly case is that the right word? Like one of these. Pelly case. I, I know Pelly case. They're a brand name, but basically, yes, it like is a, the right word. Yes. Yeah, um, I can put my large format camera and lenses in there, um, so I can take my. The only thing that I haven't figured out yet, and maybe you guys with your vast and varied experience, I need a tripod that um, is compact down to be quite short, um, because mm. the one I've got. It's a bit too long. It's too long to fit in um, any of my luggage. Um, and it's, so, have you guys got any good recommendations for shorter, but but yeah. still need to need to extend to be usable? Yes. As a... Yes, um, I've got one that where the legs turn the other way up. Um, so it, it basically it's a travel one. So it's not it's not the full full height of like a a, pro, a full on tripod if you like, mm. but it would be enough to. It's what I use for weddings and things. So um, because I tend to shoot mostly handheld, but if occasionally I will need a tripod, I don't want to be dragging you know a, a large tripod around with me. So okay, it's just nice to have that security there. So I do have one. I, w- uh, I will find it out for you for the for the name. I actually bought it at the photography show when we were there last year. I remember. Um, yeah, and it's cool because uh, you sort of like you twist the, all the legs and they just sort of like out, and then when you um, put them all back together, you then flip them the other way up. So it it uses the center column um, isn't like an extra length on the tripod if you like, so mm-hmm. it's really compact. Yeah, so it's maybe about a foot long foot and a bit okay oh yeah that'd be great and and roughly how tall do you would you say it gets up to i would say it gets up to about five foot five and a bit foot oh that's not too bad then that's not too bad got rise and fall on the camera so that'd be all right and and would it take the weight of a chroma uh the only thing is i don't know how weighty the carbon version is um it's about the same i think as yours so yeah then yeah i think so Oh, awesome. I will I will double check for you, Graham. Awesome. Or I'll send you the link and you can check it. <laughs> yeah, that would be grand. Well, like I said, that's as much photography stuff as I've been getting up to. It is planning in the Graham <laughs> way as opposed to the Claire way of actually like drawing stuff and figuring out what I need to do. But um, I'm, I'm excited about doing that. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, um, it's safe to say, obviously, we've all missed aid a lot over the last couple of months but the fact that you've been so busy and you've been stuck at home aid and stuck sat at your desk or in front of your computer on calls all the time um and so not been terribly desirable to spending your evenings that way as well it's not the only reason that you decide to step back for a little bit is it um, there's a loaded question <laughs> I know. I also, like, oh, you also you hate me <laughs> no no it's not it's really not about you don't flatter yourself oh, everything <laughs> was about me no no it's not no it's not i, I mean so so you're right although although that you know the the, the other reason it, it, it has been a lot lot longer in in the making as it were um, and this sounds very sinister, isn't it? It's not mm. very sinister. Yeah, the, the 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 basic fact of it is is that I found myself questioning whether or not I enjoyed film photography, and and concluded that at this point in time, it doesn't do a lot for me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, yeah, they, they were. I, do you know what? I, I can tell you. Um, there's two photographs that I took that started this. It goes back to 2017, actually. Um, and and let, people who've been listening for a while um, will, will maybe remember because I talked about it a lot <laughs> that I went on an amazing photography tour. Uh, to Bhutan in late 2017. So what's that now? That's oh, coming up for three years ago, but it's, it's, it's over two and a half years ago. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. And uh, I only took film cameras. I didn't take a digital, other other than my phone, which I had to take anyway. I didn't take digital cameras. I just took in film cameras. Sorry? In your F2, is that right? Uh, yeah, it's not an F2, actually. It's an FE2. But, oh, um, yeah. but, uh, but yes, I have a couple of those, Nick, on FE2, 35mm SLRs. And... Um, uh, they're amazing cameras, um, and I and the, the trip was amazing. Anyway, um, and there was there's one photo in particular that triggered the thought. Although I was very pleased with a lot of the photos that came from that trip, um, that I realised was uh, uh, I really liked it. For me, I thought I had taken a good photograph. I, I have no idea what other people think of it. I don't typically share my photography. Um, uh, but I, I looked at that and thought, actually, yeah, that, that captures something for me that, that I'm glad I was able to capture. Um, uh, but it had nothing to do with the fact that it was shot on film. And, uh, and, and again, listeners for a while will remember that 2018 was pretty much a slump year for me for photography. I took very few photographs. I, I, I struggled with motivation for photography and, um that in part is, is part of this as well um and of course I, I knew this at the time it's taken me a long time to work this out in my head but actually one of the reasons i i lost interest in photography was because i'd finally been somewhere and done something that was genuinely interesting <laughs> um and yeah when i when having done that and coming back to to normal life um i didn't really I didn't really feel that anything I was looking at was interesting enough to capture on camera. And so there was an element of that too. Um, and, and around about the similar time, probably one of the few shots I took in 2018, uh, which happened to be a digital camera shot. Um, again, this, this is another shot. I can, I can picture it right now and I could dig it. Well, I don't know if I could dig it out because, easily because I, I don't file my photographs very well, but, but I could find it. And it was a, just, it was just a random snapshot of my son. Um, uh, but the lighting in it was amazing. And I looked at that and I thought to myself, that, that is, that is it, the, the, the light there is, is tremendous. And it doesn't matter what kind of camera I would have taken it on. Um, and so I come come to a point where now I'm thinking to myself, and this is only very recently. Well, why why am I not interested in film photography at the moment? Uh, and and really, quite simply, is that you know actually I want to be I want my, I don't want my photography to be about the format. Mm. I want my photography to be about the image. And if I'm going to do that, the easiest way to make an image, if you like, and this is a quote, so don't so don't attribute this to me, but um, it's, it's the path of least resistance between the thing I see in my head and the thing I capture on my camera. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that became, in most cases, it, it's a lot easier to achieve that with a digital camera. And, and so I've been been trying to 
I mean, I've been trying to focus on actually the image I make and and not be bothered about what the camera is. And then I look at the around, yeah, and yeah, of course I'm locked in my house now, aren't I? And so what am I looking around at? And as you know, I've had to tidy up because weirdly all four of us are in the house all day now <laughs> like for months on end it's quite amazing just how much mess that makes <laughs> um when you know two young kids and what have you uh, uh and so i've been trying to keep things tidy and put things away and organize things and then i look at this and i've got like a, a, a cupboard full of cameras that i never use and i'm thinking well actually i could probably do with slimming that down some Sorry, Graham, I know this is probably going to sound really scary to you now. I'm just plugging my ears, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, when I pick up a camera, I just at the moment, or what I want to do is I want to pick up a camera that's going to be the easiest way to make an image that I want to capture. Um, and, and that typically is a digital camera at this point, um, except with one exception, one notable exception, is that I can't shake the whole instant photography thing. So even through last year when I was shooting mostly digital, all, and again, listeners may remember, um, I, I pretty much, in, in film terms, shot only instant film in 2019. Um, and I still enjoy that. And I still, I like the, I love the, the instantaneousness of it. Mm. Uh, and I love the, the fact yeah. that when you give somebody... Uh, uh, an instant photograph uh the, the n there's no greater joy in in photography than to be able to give somebody an instant photograph that you've just taken and say there you go that's yours mm. um and the look on their face and and everything you know it, that, that i can't shake right you, 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 um but again and and so that that there there's a funny thing because that's kind of the one exception where i am um, I'm uh, I'm still interested in the impact that the format can have rather than just the image, um, because it. But but for other people's benefit, and it's maybe sound like a saint, isn't it? Saint Adrian says. <laughs> saint Adrian says, go and give photographs to, to people and 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 make them smile. <laughs> Except that you're probably not allowed to hand over stuff anymore, are you? So you know, you go give giving somebody a photograph now means putting it on the pavement, and then they have to pick it up, and then they have to leave it in the corner of their house for three days. Um, so it's maybe not quite the same impact as it used to you be. Probably wipe it in stacks down, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you wipe on your jeans, you'll yeah. be fine. You're not going to get sick if you wiped it on your jeans, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like all that developer Graham drinks. Yeah, <laughs> keeps you healthy on the inside. <laughs> yeah, well developed on the inside. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but it, it, so it, it is a bit different at this point, um, because you can't do that whole sharing thing quite so easily. At least the physical aspect of sharing is it quite so easily as you could do before. Um, but I can't. I couldn't shake that. But the, but in in a in a nutshell, cut a long story, not very short. <laughs> um, I, I I yeah, I'm 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 trying to focus or i'm not not no i'm trying to focus that's wrong it's happened naturally i haven't chosen this but uh, but i've kind of fallen out of love with mm. the process of photography and and fallen into love with just the simplest way to create the image i have in my head can i ask how much intentional photography beyond grabbing bits and pieces here and there have you been doing for the last few months it's a good question. Um, you know, uh, I I would have to go back to to the beginning of this year where I set myself, and this is pre-lockdown, but when I set myself to, uh, not goals, I hate goals, you have to work. <laughs> um, I, I try and live without goals, it's much easier. 
um, but to, I don't know, uh, ideas, maybe the ideas just... or directions of investigation or whatever you want to call it. I decided I was going to do more street photography and I decided I was going to try and learn what was the point of landscape photography. Um, <laughs> Because I've never understood landscape photography, never never taken a landscape photo I haven't thought would be improved by putting some people in it. <laughs> um, but that's just the way I see it. I, I'm not I'm not dissing landscape photography as, as a genre of photography, anything but. It's just just you know I I it's I think it's quite a common uh, thing for wedding photographers to say. It's like never seen a landscape wouldn't be improved by putting a bride in it and lighting her nicely and arranging her dress. <laughs> but it, it, it that. Uh, I, I set out to do that and, and I organised a few photo walks in, in January and February and I was, uh, Graham, you were, you were on one of them. Mm-hmm. A, 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 yeah. lo- a lovely rainy night in London. It was beautiful. Town. You know what? It was great. I put, boy, do I wish we could do that again right now. Yeah, exactly. Don't you just, don't you just, um, yeah, there's different times, different world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's, um, and of course, we got to meet Chris this week and that on that night. And, and it's all Chris's fault, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, so I would have been doing a lot more. And my mind is there that I want to be doing that. And I have been doing a, li- a little bit um, over the lockdown, you know, going out for a walk on my own with a camera, you know, to with, with the intention of, of making some photographs. I mean, it isn't, yeah, it isn't the same, obviously, but um, they're, they're, I have been doing some. Does that help? Is that mm. answer has, the question? Has your sort of switch away or switch sort of more to digital, has that gone hand in hand? Because one of the things that historically you are known for not being a fan of, it's doing any post-production work whatsoever <laughs> on your digital stuff. So, I mean, uh, has that changed or have you kind of thought, actually, no, I'm going to get more into that workflow a bit. Has that interest gone up a little bit to compensate for your interest in film going down? I've been playing with colour a little bit um in the post-production sense um so the the uh i found uh, actually I, I mean all of my photography work throughout flow these days is based on an ipad um w- with or without uh, an apple pencil um which is it's just a it's just a joy to to you know just to have a, a photograph and just do a little bit of scribbling and what have you on it on a, on a screen and then you know you can take take it back afterwards if you got it wrong and stuff like that um but i found uh, there's an app you can get for the uh and i can never remember the name of it because it's always very confusing i think it's called something like pixelmator photo editor pro or something like that it really rolls off the tongue mm. Um, but it has color wheels, like color wheels, like the, the like film and video people use. Um, and and I love editing and playing with color um, using color wheels just to, because it's it, you use a color wheel and, and, and you might drag it in one direction or turn it in one direction. But what you're doing is you're not it's not just altering one type of color. It's sort of adding some and taking away the opposite color. And, and it, it, for me, it's a much more intuitive way to work with color. And so I have been enjoying doing that. Uh, and um, that that's that that uh, yes, yeah, I've been enjoying doing that and, and playing around with color. So um, I do do more post production now that perhaps than I have done historically. Um, so so, and th- there is another thing actually, and um, which is that I do feel for me, my personal view, that the digital tools available whole workflow right from camera capture right the way through to post-production have a far more have achieved a level of maturity that you know five 
years ago they just didn't have and so i find it it much easier to get something that i find aesthetically pleasing whereas before i always looked to some kind of film emotion because i didn't like the look of digital mm. i find it's a lot easier now to achieve something that i personally like and again this is all super subjective uh, it's all about me <laughs> basically without having to trap you in a in a dark shed like we did aid <laughs> i still haven't seen those images right so i have no idea what came out of that exercise you're kidding great have you not sent them uh, so sorry uh, what were you saying <laughs> that day that day you forced me to develop my own role of film and i never ever saw the images it's not like i never saw them ever again i just never saw them oh my gosh <laughs> uh, well i didn't know that <laughs> So, so yes, that is part of the problem, Rach, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I uh, just make a little observation, uh, just from what you were talking about then, Aid? Um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, it was just when you talked about the, the photo walk that you did in February, and I know from, obviously, when we do the sunnies at the beginning of the year, and um and we kind of like set our intention for the year, like, oh, what, what are the kind of things we're looking forward to doing, or have we got any particular aims or you know as you say intentions and things um and i i'm pretty sure you talked about um really wanting to do more social meetups and to uh, have that aspect of uh, of your life you know what what you were enjoying um doing was was having that social aspect of uh, going on photo walks and meeting yeah. up with other people it and ain't been and... going too well to be honest yeah well well that's, <laughs> that's my point really you know is that um from from that conversation at the beginning of the year and that sounding like that was what was really kind of keeping you going with your photography like feeling like you were going to get to have this sort of um interaction with people and and enjoy that aspect of it um that obviously since then of course that has has just not not materialized for any of us and not not even that it's just been the absolute extreme opposite of that in fact so it's almost like the the one part of it that you were thinking you would be enjoying and that you were kind of looking forward to doing more of has absolutely been taken up taken out of your control and taken away and I was just wondering whether you know if that if that hadn't been the case, whether you think your feelings around around any of that would have been different? I know this is obviously, who, who knows, <laughs> you, you know, but it was just an observation, really. Can I just say as well, following on from Rachel, I was just wondering whether, um, you know, pre-lockdown and when you're, well, well film photography, um, it slows you down and it's not it's not immediate like digital. And so when pre-lockdown and you're working, so you're more, you're more frantic um, and with your travelling and your commuting or whatever. Um, so the film photography was almost like a nice compliment. But now in in the lockdown, um, maybe maybe you are really busy um, in, in different ways, but in other ways you have more time. So it feels um, more appealing to have something more instant. And of course, instant photography is almost like um, you get the best of both worlds because you get um, you get the instant gratification, like you said, um, but you get that the the the, the analog, analog feel. Good observations. Uh, I don't know. I'll try and process them on the fly and see where <laughs> see where we get to. Um, the 
so oh, blimey, where's where to start so i have to say this does kind of predate the lockdown so it's mm. it, so the the lockdown may have compounded stuff i oh, guess wow. in, a, in a way but um yeah, but but may but may not have done um because i think i was i think maybe i've uh uh, uh i i was there already i mean because mm. the, the stuff i was doing at the beginning of the year was basically digital photography right. and and i'm sa- saving the instant uh, the instant stuff for not not exactly for special occasions but but for inte- using it intentionally like today i'm gonna go out because i want i, I fancy making instant film photographs today mm-hmm. You know, but the you know the the thing. If I was reaching for a camera, I'd be reaching for a digital camera. Um, so the it, it is. Um, it, it is it that I don't. I, I'm not really a spray and pray photographer with any kind of camera. Um, so you know, the, the people do talk about film slowing you down and making you more mm-hmm. intentional. I, I I think that's that's right. But for me, I always struggle to to shoot a, a thirty six exposure roll. Anyway, <laughs> it's easier yeah. to easier to shoot a roll of medium format. <laughs> like, so you know, I I've never been the you know the the come home with a thousand images and have to sort through them kind of person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, does it? Does it? Does, does it? Is it that I've got more time? I, you know, this is the one thing that completely befuddles me about lockdown. Everybody says they've got loads of time on their hands, and what do you do to fill it? I'm like, no, I, I am absolutely flat out from seven in the morning <laughs> till nine at night because we got two working parents in our house, yeah. um, and and note that that's full time, full on often unable to provide any attention to children at all. The children are eight and ten years old at the moment. Um, and they need attention. Um, yeah. They need home. They need guidance for their homeschooling. They need motivating. They need just just plain old attention. Um, and so there is no moment in the day where I get to sit back mm. and think about stuff. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, there's very little time in the day to do any work, even though that's the thing I'm supposed to be doing because the family stuff obviously comes first. Um, but so yeah, I I I I think. <sighs> I don't think. <laughs> and therefore you are. And we love that you hate. Um, I, I was momentarily, I've been listening to all that, momentarily distracted, but I definitely wasn't just uploading all of your pictures to a smoke mobile folder. <laughs> that was already there. Um, I'll share a link in just a second to actually see your pictures. Some of them might be a bit dusty. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, it sounds like I'm brushing off. Um, what we thought we'd do this evening, so I, I kind of mentioned this to... Um, the, the guys, uh, I didn't let them know that you were joining us until, well, until they got on the Skype call and found you were here. But I presented them with a conundrum, um, which is, if somebody has fallen, uh, I don't know, the fallen out of love with, with you know, maybe that's not the right word, but, um, you know, isn't feeling the desire to engage with film photography in the way that they did, um, how might they be inspired or cajoled or bullied or you know and back into back into engaging with it um i mean not... there's, there's no way to uh uh engage somebody with with something again apart from bullying them is there not really <laughs> i mean bullying is very much the way the tactic <laughs> i'll be taking go, right um so I, I kind of i put the idea out to the or the question out to the floor and thought I'd see what kind of response we get and so I'm really intrigued to see what ideas people come up with and I would really I think love to start with the, the, the quietest member tonight <laughs> and I think, I think the reason he's been so quiet is because he's been keeping his powder dry ready for the bringing the thunder uh John you're still there right yeah 
I am still here, yeah. <laughs> so, John, here's Aid. Um, now, there's nothing wrong with Aid just engaging in photography the way he wants to, but obviously we feel the need to change him because that's what we do. Um, <laughs> what What would you suggest, not just to Aid, obviously, but to anybody who, because uh, I think it's probably not uncommon at the moment for people to be feeling a bit like, oh, what's the point in anything? Um, what, what ideas have you got? Oh, it, it's quite interesting listening to Aid talk like that because like for i'd i wouldn't i wouldn't force it i'd, I'd say like well why why haven't you sold your cameras already you know, so if you're not using them you will. so, so because, because one big reason for that is that i didn't know how to do that during lockdown but i've started right. saving cardboard boxes oh, <laughs> but like that's the ultimate test isn't it because if you get to that point and you're not thinking, oh, I might just hold on to this one because it's good in this situation or I'll, I'll use it for this. You're really testing yourself to the limit there rather than just thinking about it. <clears throat> if you're actually going to part with the equipment that you need to, to do those things. So, like, you could go through that that phase and then that might help you whistle down what specifically what you're interested in using that equipment for so like you'd, you'd, you'd hold on to your instax cameras wouldn't you for example um but you might get rid of your 35 i don't know how many cameras yeah got, yeah but... that sort of thing i to, to be honest i'm i I'm, I'm not a camera hoarder um or even much of a collector i tend to have one or two of of a type that makes sense to me so i have one bronica 645 i have mm-hmm. two 35 mil slrs i have two holgers because if you like a holger you've got to have more than one because they mm. break um what else do i have uh I, i've got that's it uh, isn't it? i got i got no i got a pinhole camera what's the french fella called he makes the pinhole cameras uh, reality so Gondi, subtle yeah. reality oh, right. so subtle yes, yes i've got one of those it, yeah. it's a bitch to load because it's got a curved film plane and it takes ages um uh, great camera well, so when, when was the last time you you used that oh that one's right. in the loft <laughs> I don't, don't get me wrong I love it it's a great camera and I'm very glad I bought it but I bought it as an experiment or as an, if you want I bought it as an experience because these things yeah they're, they're, yeah, I'm very happy to buy stuff try it and then if I don't gel with it m- move it on let somebody else have a go with it who is who maybe would enjoy it more than I do so but the, the, the it's a great it's a great challenge John um, and and I probably would have done I probably would have sold most of them by now if it hadn't been for the lockdown um but you know how do you um you know i don't know it just didn't seem the right time to be trying to yeah would i want to buy secondhand stuff and not know whether it was clean or whatever at this time i thought well it's probably not the best time to do it isn't it you know might as well leave them for a little while and the other thing is is that i know and and graham and rach know this very well i'm quite fickle Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) especially when it comes and i do have my fads my photography fads um and so there is a part of me that wonders how real all of this is um uh, and um uh uh, but but it's been it's been it's been like this for a while now and i'm thinking about it the 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 thought processes as as differed maybe or the thought the thinking around it or the justification for it has changed or evolved over time but i I, i'm now if i look at a 35 mil film camera i think well what is that adding to my ability to make a photograph Mm. Uh, now if you look at a medium format camera that's a different thing because i don't have a digital medium format camera 
What about like, so you were saying that when you went away and you were really inspired to take loads of photos and you felt really good about that experience, if you were to do that again, is your immediate thought, well, I'm, I'm just going to take, I'd take digital this time and I wouldn't take any film cameras? I, I don't know about no film cameras because um, there's this, there's the instant thing. Um, yeah. And uh, on, on that particular trip, I, I took a uh, hundred and two fifty speed film because I knew it was going to go through um, uh, what's it airports yeah, yeah. Uh, x-rays thank you rich um, and uh, those films went through I think I counted about 12 or 13 x-ray machines some of them in places in you know yeah, the and, and the the state of the machinery in in some of the more remote airports <laughs> You know, I love that. Love the little airport in the east of Bhutan where you have to walk under an archway of prayer flags before you get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the newest X-ray machine. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, as it happens, the the film was fine. Although I, uh, but I deliberately chosen to take slower films. Um, yeah. You know, would I have preferred in a uh, you know in a Buddhist temple to be able to shoot at six thousand ISO? Then yes, of course I would have done. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I didn't feel the loss of it, and I loved using the cameras for that. But ultimately, do I feel that the cameras are adding anything to the image making, or do I need to focus on the uh, focus my brain on the image making? And I think I need to focus my brain on the image making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you really enjoyed. I remember when you came back from that, you really enjoyed using your two Nikon's whilst you were out there. I mean, it it isn't just I did, yeah. you know, because they are a tool that you get pleasure from using in a way that you don't get from other cameras. I mean, I know what you're saying, but, oh, it's just, you know, you use it and it's, they can all take perfectly good pictures, but you enjoy the experience of engaging with your Nikon in a way that you don't, I don't think, with your other cameras as much. Uh, it's, the, the, it's, a fair ob- it's a fair observation, um, uh, and I, I, yeah, yeah, I think... I think maybe to flip the conversation on his head a bit if the if, if the desired outcome of this conversation is to to revitalize my interest in analog photography i don't think 35 mil is the place to start mm. because it's because there are there are many and varied op, you know digital options that that can compare can be legitimately compared to 35 mil film whereas some of the more niche stuff you know um you know i cannot afford and and choose not to buy a well i don't suppose i don't choose if i can't afford it i don't choose do i a medium format digital camera <laughs> um and uh so so you, there'd be maybe a stronger argument for keeping a bronica in the house mm. um because I mean, I... The, that bronica of mine is an amazing camera and it has a great lens that i love um and you know and and i also enjoy using it yeah. And, and if anything went wrong, I mean, you know, if I took that into a, a you know, a, a protest of some kind, be it the environment or be it a COVID protest or whatever it is that's going on in the world, um, you know, you could do some serious damage with one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you had to. Self-defense, self-defense with a Bronica is a lot easier than it is with a plastic digital camera. Yeah, I, I know I've said this to you before, but you, you haven't got that many cameras. And um, when you talk about selling them, I am yeah, very much... 20-odd, rem- probably. Yeah. yeah, it's not very many. And I am very much reminded of a conversation I had with somebody. Um, I, I bumped into them at a garage, and I was on my old red bike, my old um, Honda VFR. And um, we got chatting and said, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to sell it. I'm just not using it. And the guy said, well, 
do you desperately need the money that that's going to bring you? Because it isn't my bike's 30 years old. Um, it's like, you're not going to get much money. Do you need that money? I'm like, well, not desperately. No, not really. So, well, why sell it then? You know, you if you ever want to have it again, you'll have to pay more to get it. Um, and um, it turns out the bikes are just like cameras in that I've now got two of them. <laughs> so, but that's... That's 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 all good, but there, I think there's an argument for moving forward as well. Yeah, there is. I don't, but I don't know. You said I, you, yeah, you are just fickle. keeping everything, just fickle. keeping everything just in case, or, or keeping everything. You know, the, the, I, I'm I'm finding that the argument for moving forward is is perhaps more compelling than the argument for keeping stuff just in case you want to go backwards. You know, I, I want to keep learning. I want to keep doing stuff, and you know, it's it's um do i need so so let's think about it this way if you were to if you were to count the number of slrs that i have and i use that in the loosest sense of the word that would include any kind of slr or digital slr or even a digital mirrorless camera that's built like an slr right um you know so so how many of those do i have well i have uh, a 645 uh, a 110 <laughs> uh, 235 mils at least one digital i couldn't tell you if i had more than one digital um uh, blah 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 right so do, do i need that many cameras that all do basically the same thing in basically the same way mm -hmm. is that or is that a distraction is that something that is because i'll, I'll be this is another thing is is that has been a gen, genuinely a factor which is that if you've only got one camera you don't that's a decision you don't have to make Right, yeah. what camera to take out is a decision you don't have to make you pick up yeah. your one camera and you go now i'm not an advocate for necessarily having only the one camera because because for example another camera which i very rarely use but when i use it, it it's amazing is my little olympus tough camera because you can just literally you know throw that in the sea and then jump in afterwards <laughs> you know and and uh as long as you put the wrist strap on first, which is a flotation device. <laughs> don't don't, don't, don't anybody seat. throw their cameras in the sea unless they've got a flotation device <laughs> attached to them. That's a bad move. But but there, there's stuff I can do with that camera or places I can use it that I couldn't use any other camera. So, so, so again, there's always going to be edge cases and there's no one rule. But yeah. do I need... Do I need ten cameras that do basically the same thing? And, um, and to be honest, I find that a bit more of a burden than I do a benefit. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's move on because John, John, no, that was hopeless. Your suggestion of selling cameras was really <laughs> not what I was hoping John, for, John. Good. Thank you. There Thanks. Some really good insights there, John. Thanks Thank for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Claire. Uh, oh boy, oh. please, Claire, when pull was, out the fire. Okay. When when I was thinking of it, I was thinking initially of um, what you enjoy shooting, but you've already answered that because you were saying earlier that you quite like shooting people. Um, and I'm just listening to you talking. I'm wondering, is there something around if you were to incorporate your children into um, a shoot um, and maybe focus on, um, like you say, putting your head into the image making? I know I did a, a, did a Polaroid shoot once with my two nieces um, when they were similar ages, actually, they were nine, yeah, nine and no, nine and six were they, and they I dressed them all up, and they just had a great time. Um, and I don't know if if it would be of any interest to you, but again, something you could involve your children with. But it is thirty five mil film, which is you know that fil film soup making film soups, different film soups. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, 
something that you know you you could do with your children then you know dry it out in the rice and stuff and then do some images together and then it would be seeing what would because you might I don't know sometimes it can be um overkill but sometimes you can get some nice color shifts can't you and nice things and waiting for those prints to come back so I don't know if that is something that you would ever be interested in or some night trails or something with your children you know um night trails long exposures yeah so so there's definitely um well my daughter my daughter is more interested uh, of, of the two um she loves instax yeah you know she loves receiving them she loves she likes shooting the instax cameras um she'll shoot digital as well but yeah i think she she feels more uh more more than my son she feels she feels the the lure of it and and the appeal mm. of it um uh which um so can sometimes she'll say to me you know oh dad can i can I shoot some Instax or what words that affect? Can I take an Instax photo? We don't, we, we never, I never let her shoot tons because, <laughs> but, but, but I'm, I'm, but equally my cameras are not precious. So any, uh, uh, any of my cameras or all of my cameras, I'm very happy to give to my children, be they brand new and expensive or old and knackered or whatever. I'm, I'm very happy for them to use it. Same with my guitars, you know, um, I, I have, well, what to me is is a is a rather nice electric guitar and um you know that could easily be damaged by children but i yeah i don't tend to worry about too much about stuff like that <laughs> um but the so so there is there is an element of of, of working to working working together making photos together sometimes um the the i don't think the the film soup thing is, is to me but again good good point i mean you know work i could i could choose to work more I could choose to do do more with Ellie and and make a thing of it and and do that, but I think it would be the instant thing because that's the thing that she's interested in. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yes, another so another win could, for the Instax community. Yeah, <laughs> you could plan a shoot with with um, your daughter then. Um, think about um, a theme or something, or uh, and uh, sketch it out like I do, <laughs> and then go shoot it. Uh, yeah you, in your ab- garden ab- something yeah absolutely we could in fact actually um uh, uh their their grandfather um gave them an idea a few weeks ago to write write their own film and we actually went wow. out and yeah. uh, and um we haven't finished the filming side of it yet but they had to write scenes and they had to yeah they had to devise a story and write scenes um uh, and uh, then we've been at and and shot some of it and we need to finish the shooting and then i can do all the editing um but it's uh, but that that's fun and they were interested in that as a creative process ah. um clearly that's not an analog pho- process which no. you're know, sh- shooting on our phones but um you know it's uh that, that, was, that was fun so there, there's definitely opportunity to do that and make it uh, a more social activity in the family. I think I think it would be the Instax film, though. The I Instax, think that's, yeah. yeah I think Can I just say though, building on the filmmaking, and it kind of involves the thirty-five mil film as well. Is have you have you ever considered a Lomo Kino, which is like um, a very basic. Um, you you can make little films basically. It. it, it do you know? Do you know? Do you know what uh, a Lomo Kino is? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that they're, they're great. They're fun. And so you could literally there. make a film. Sorry, Rachel. It takes thirty-five mil. Yeah, it, yeah, it takes thirty-five so mil, but nice it, it, and accessible. It, yeah, yeah, um, and you just you just crank it round. But it, I mean, it, you go through just a few cranks round, and before you know it, oh, one film's gone. And yeah. <laughs> um, 
but you, you know that's another that's a halfway house you could be making um some analog um you know moving moving film yeah, moving there's images a, it's, yeah <laughs> There's definitely, and and I do love, um, if I remember rightly, the Loma Kina has a, a very wide aspect ratio as well, which is something that I do, I, I do a lot like of that. at the moment. Yeah. Actually, I'm very very uh, much into um, wide aspect ratios at the moment. Often, mm-hmm. often, you know, a two, three, five to one sort of thing. Do you think that it could be fun with thirty-five mil if you? Go okay. You said particularly doing something with Ellie, who's who's engaging more with. Thinking, okay, we're going to do this thing, and have an idea, shoot through a whole role, and send it off. Because then you've got that thing of looking forwards to and having a moment when the pictures come back and going. Okay, let's sit down and look what we made, and you know, and there's like yes. there's good lessons involved in that. Like, oh look, we waited for this, and there was something exciting. We got to have something exciting turn up and look and see how it turned up. And um, I think that'd be a really cool moment to have stuff come back and to be able to look back at something you've done and see the results from that. Mm-hmm. It, it it can be it can be it can be. Um, I I don't know whether that would work quite so well for an eight-year-old <laughs> it was just like well why do we have to wait why can't we just see it like we can on the phone you know but um i it's it's uh, i don't know if you find that works with your kids graham um they and you know they've been saddled with this for years now they kind of know like well oh, what the likelihood of me seeing a picture you've just taken anytime soon is zilcho but they're also not that bothered because they're boys but um you know it's i mean in- encouraging them in in being interested in it is it's something i'm mindful of at the moment because um elliot my youngest he regularly sends me pictures so um they live down on um, in devon and frequently go off the coast you know they're in westwood her or ilfracombe or wherever they've gone for a walk that day and he's taking his phone because he's got a phone now because he's blooming at nearly 12 so i guess that's all right um, <laughs> yeah. um but he's taking pictures he sends me pictures and then they're good pictures. He's he's got an eye for taking pictures, and I was like, okay, try and sort of nurture. Where did you get that from then? I don't know for sure. <laughs> hell is it me? Um, but yeah, so it is. Um, I mean, I sent when he went home last time. I sent him home with a um, digital point and shoot camera. I thought, well, if you want to try and do more stuff, it's got a wider angle lens. It's also got a zoom on it. Cause it's a like a bridge camera. Somebody gave me. I'm never going to use this thing, um, but. I, don't, I think at the moment that convenience of just having the phone with him is always going to be the thing that trumps it. But um, yeah, getting getting kids involved is definitely uh, a fun time. I tend to I always use my boys as models when they're up here for something, even if it's just uh, yeah. I do that, and and you know, <laughs> yeah, in years gone by when the kids were very young and the sort of times when they'd get up at six o'clock in the morning and you know parents had to take turns at the weekends and stuff like that, you know, and I. I I used to get up at six o'clock on a Saturday morning whenever the children woke up and I, I perpetually had like light stands living in their bedrooms, you know, at that point. <laughs> Just used to use them for lighting practice as much as anything yeah. else. Um uh, and yeah, but sadly, uh, now they're more of the age where they'll they'll see you setting something up and they'll sit there just as you get ready to take the shot, they'll get up and walk off and go somewhere else. Um so it is it, you I I I need to sell it to them and and have them to be involved, which is uh, which is which is possible, but it's yeah. it, it's also a challenge. They like the idea of, of um, making a film, and but the, this is it's a good acid test, right? Is it's like so so if you're into 
photography if you're into photography and you're into making images and let's say that's in a in a a fairly one-dimensional way like a kid who is new to photography might be because they like looking at the pictures um which would you choose would you choose analog or digital Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the easiest. I mean, I certainly know plenty of young people who are being drawn to film, but so, and I know there are lots and lots of people who are who are, who are drawn to to analog photography of all not just not just film, but all sorts of alternative processes as well. And I think that's an amazing thing, and uh, you know, and and the results that that people get from a, from applying a craft and the enjoyment that they get from applying a craft is. Is, is amazing um i think what i'm learning about myself is that i'm a bit more outcome focused <laughs> and also incredibly lazy and <laughs> impatient but, yeah um, because i love taking photographs i, I love that i love the act of making or capturing a photograph i like the i like the thinking it through bit which i do sometimes or or the or the exercise of trying to anticipate the movement of people on the street or whatever it might mm. be for, for, for more opportunistic photography, whatever you would choose to call it, but stuff that is less planned. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I love the, the, the thinking that through and spotting some light or spotting a person who's just about to do something that might be potentially interesting or, or, or whatever it is that, that, that the, the, the game is a foot kind of feeling, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I love also the the planning of it. And as you all know, I love working with lights, and I, and I love thinking about you know thinking about that. And and that for me is is a good creative exercise, but it's also a good mental exercise in remembering how to do things and and getting it all worked out. There's a bit of craft there that I like. Um, my, uh, for me though, a lot of that just simply stops the moment I click the shutter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the build up to the shutter clicking that mm. I that I really, really enjoy. Um after that I kind of want it to be as easy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from colour, I am kind as I said earlier, I am kind of fixated on colour and I want to learn I do want to learn more formally about colour and how yeah. to use colour and how to manipulate colour and and you know how to use colour to communicate. That is something that really interests me, and um, the 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 science of that, the technicalness of that, is is kind of beyond me at this point. And I do have an ambition to learn more about that. Um, but but mostly for me, it the 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 enjoyment of it is the is the work up to and including the capture. And then after that, I want it to be easy, um, which perhaps is why um, instant photography really appeals to me. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's done, then it's baked. <laughs> it's, stick it in your pocket for five minutes, and then look at it later and go, "Yeah, okay, that one came out badly or well," um, and that that kind of thing I enjoy because then again, there's a, there's craft, and I do find that I personally take you know I get different outcomes shooting instant photo uh, shooting mm -hmm. instant film. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You guys are all focusing on on you know uh, thirty five mil. That's it's because. Because for me, that's the easiest to replace. Uh, Not trying to be a difficult customer. Well, you, you just are. Well, listen, I, I, I'm, I feel confident that we've got someone who can deal with this difficult customer. Rach, how are you going to turn aid from this path of sin that he's strolling on? 
<laughs> I feel um, you may be a little biased, Graham. Maybe an assumption in your approach to this conversation. Yeah. Okay, so hey, all photography is good. First of all, I don't like the language you're using, Graham. Uh, I think it's not encouraging um, and supportive. Um, yes, Mum. We'll, we'll, Sorry, we'll Mum. Pass, pass after that. Uh, pass by, by that. Um, uh, I'm actually going. Um, I was going away from 35 mil. You'll be pleased to know, Aid. I was very much basing it around the instant idea because I know how much you love that and have enjoyed that, and uh, just in general the experience of that. And the fact that I realised that the path of least resistance for you at this point um, and, and for a little while, I feel, has been um, that opportunity that Instant gives you, you know. So yeah. I figured that seems to be the way to still keep your enjoyment of the process and of photography alive. And there is no no pressure, no need, I think, for you to have to think, oh, I've got to use all these other things, because I think you just going to be a bit like me you get a bit stubborn and you go do you know what <laughs> if everybody's telling me i've got to use that then i probably <laughs> won't <laughs> there is know, an element of that you might be right there <laughs> i think i think there's a possibility that that's the case um the one of the other questions i was going to ask you was um i i'd just be interested to reflect back just for a little just for a moment um because i know with you aid it's all about looking forward rather than back but i wondered what was it about film itself that drew you to it in the first place and i just wondered if you could summarize that for us oh that's a good question um that it, it kind of caught me by surprise really so so what happened was um uh, i think it was in about 2012 or something like that um uh, i I don't know. I was, I was, I'd, I'd been into into photography for for a couple of years, but but really, of course, was just learning, mm-hmm. uh, and well, still am. <laughs> um, and yeah. and uh, some somehow I'd gotten it into my head that I wanted to try film, um, okay. and we had a family holiday coming up, and and uh, my father-in-law dug a, a. a actually a, a pretty knackered slr out of, out of the loft <laughs> out of his loft and lent it to me and uh, but it worked right um uh, but i also at that point in time thought i'd buy a new toy as well so i bought uh, i bought diana actually oh, um yeah which um uh yeah okay let's move on from the diana um so the um the, but i i shot the diana and i shot this slr 35 mm slr and and what i got back i really liked and it mm. it gave it, it why did me, you like it I, I think i liked what it looked like as much as anything mm-hmm. um so uh, it was that lo-fi look was it specifically about it that you liked uh well so so for the, the diana i liked it for the novelty at first um uh but the, and the slr wasn't lo-fi it was just a it's just a 35 mil slr so you know it was plenty um plenty good enough if you like yeah. um uh so um but I, I i did get i did well as history records through the sunny 16 podcast <laughs> i did get quite into it yeah, um, the uh, and uh, and then from there i ended up you know exploring more so from there it was yeah well okay so i started off i already was into to medium format because i had yeah. a diana <laughs> um but then there were you know over time you know tried more things tried you know like yeah. them didn't like them or whatever um 
but yeah and, it was and i about... still do like i still do like the the way that film looks okay and but but I also like other things and yes, and yeah so yeah. so I, I got very deeply into it for for a good number of years and then mm-hmm. and 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 I still do like the way it looks but it's no longer for me I, I don't know it just doesn't seem to have the the draw that it used to have okay I was just interested to know what it was that drew you to it in the first place and to see whether just a bit of reflection back on that was the reasons I fell in love with it to begin with maybe maybe some element of that has been lost over time and, and whether there was anything that kind of brought you back to it. Like you say, it sounds to me from what you're saying that it's, it was about the aesthetic of, of, of how it looked when it came back. And, and I wondered if, if there's still a case to, to sort of like answer for using film for a very specific look and aesthetic that you can't get with digital. Um, so perhaps there is still a little bit of space in your life for that but under maybe very specific circumstances, perhaps that's the case. Ah, uh, that that's yeah, that that's a uh, a good point. Um, I I, I risk the at the risk of, of sounding heretical. I would say that for me, the gap between the two aesthetically has closed significantly mm-hmm. in the last sure. five years. Yeah. Um. Uh, that and perhaps yeah, of course, you know, my own personal influences and my own personal preferences aesthetically change change mm-hmm. over time i you know i i still i was looking at some older photographs the other day um uh shot on superior and uh, i loved superior i know it was only a cheap film <laughs> yeah but if I you re- loved it it doesn't i really matter. love it yeah, fuji yeah. superior for me just has something i, mean, I don't know maybe it remind, reminds me of my childhood or something mm-hmm. um but um it's a shame you can't get it anymore mm-hmm. um yeah it it just uh, I don't know I think uh, but like you say you're you're very output based aren't you you know that's kind of where I, you're I like at with think, it I like as opposed to, to the process <laughs> yeah so but that does sound you know how reflecting on it it does seem to be that that is that's where we're at with it and as you were saying the gap is closing in that the the final output can be easily more easily um created to look like film now with digital perhaps than it was when you started doing this you know so i think just just to qualify mm-hmm. slightly because you're you're definitely like 90 percent of it uh, what you're saying is how i feel Rach. but the other 10 percent mm-hmm. is that it's not necessarily about creating a look that looks like film okay um it's it's about creating a look that i, I enjoy so so my okay. my my enjoyment of aesthetic is not constrained to what films look like mm-hmm. um I think yeah but uh, I I feel it's not about the medium it's no it's it's not it's no not that's not quite what I was trying to say so I think it's more that um there there was a time when I didn't really like the aesthetic that came from digital equipment um and uh but actually uh, what I what the digital equipment is matured a lot and Mm. and actually can get me to a point where because I'm not exactly uh, the, the the most aesthetically educated person in the world. I can get I can get something I'm quite happy with out of digital now, whereas I don't think I was able to before. Mm-hmm. For a mixture, maybe for a couple of reasons. Maybe the the, ca- the the tools you use to capture the images just simply that technology wasn't mature enough, and the tools you use to process images wasn't mature enough e- either. I mean, when mm-hmm. I started out at this, if you wanted to um, manipulate photographs in any kind of serious way. 
you had to at least have a copy of Photoshop Elements, <laughs> right? And mm. and for the, and I know Graham used that a lot for years as well. Um, and yeah, that was a clunky process. Whereas now I have a workflow that's based around my iPad, and I can draw on my screen with a mm-hmm. pencil. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a whole different ball game. And uh, and the subtlety is, mm. is available in 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 some of the apps, um, uh, along with the simplicity. Um, because I never really got to grips with Photoshop. It was just too damn complicated. This is like, oh, really? Do I have to? <laughs> yeah. um, it, so it's just changed. So, so the, my, my qualification to what you're saying is because I do agree a lot with what you're saying, but my, it's not that I'm trying to get a look at digital that looks like film, mm-hmm. but it is that I am now able to get something, a look that I like at digital stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the instant film still holds a good yeah. appeal for me because mm-hmm. it is a different look that you just simply can't get. You can't get that level of it's like using a holger if i was to keep a a a uh a, I was gonna, a, a negative let's say negative film for the purpose of the conversation so if i was to keep a camera that could shoot negative film it might be the holger mm-hmm. because that's, yeah that again is something you can't you, you can't so replicate yes and i suppose that's where my initial question was was wondering about you know whether there is that still that space in your life for that aspect to be there like you said it's not something necessarily that you can get with digital. So maybe that there is that room for it. Anyway, it was just, just an interesting um, reflection, I thought, and chance to chance to find out a little bit more about what, you know, um, the reasons behind it. My, in terms of my sort of like ideas or possible ideas, um, I, I very sensibly, I thought, typed in, instant photography ideas <laughs> um, genius why didn't I, I think of that well exactly I was like, did it give you claire's website always the best right and i thought well if, if you've got a problem sometimes it's worth just going the internet knows the answer let's just well <laughs> at least it gives you a lot of answers yes. <laughs> and from that you can then decide which you would like to choose and perhaps to try out um so yeah so there are a few that have that have come up um Things like, uh, uh, these are obviously all based around instant, again, because I was thinking that seems to me to be the one that you you should focus on probably at the moment as a way of keeping perhaps um, analogue in your life, if you choose to. Obviously, I say should, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, um, I, think I, I think I should. I'm all right with, I'm all right with should, but yeah. uh, um, just lacking inspiration. If you, if, you, if you wish to <laughs> still continue to keep part of analogue in your life, then maybe instance a good way for you to do that because it seems like you have a, an affinity with it. You know, it's something that you really enjoy that experience of um, as much as anything else, and you get the output, which, as you said, is very different from something you can get with digital. And you can still see that gap, that difference, you know, in, in terms of those. So, um, th- so yeah, so I was literally just looking at kind of like ideas for how to do, um, you know, um, things that I might not have thought about. There's things like instant photo panoramas. There's instant f- um, um, panorama sequences, which I then led me to um, thinking about um, also, as Claire, you, you talked a bit, a little bit about this. And so did you, Aide, that you mentioned about, creating a film and I was like how about doing instant photo storyboards because originally obviously on set we would use Polaroid cameras to capture continuity Mm -hmm. you know as part of film and in order to create a a storyboard rather than drawing it out if you aren't able to draw perhaps using your Instax little mini camera working with Ellie and going okay well um 
because we don't, we're not going to have to worry about drawing it because that might you know take a long time and it's not really my sort of like skill base or what have you let's use this tool this instax mini camera or whatever to create that storyboard and then you could create your own little mini film almost through instax which might be kind of like nice that you could yeah. then mount up as a photo storyboard or something so uh, like that. that sounds like fun um, so I thought that might be something nice that you could do and or could do with Ellie, perhaps, as well. Um, the My other thought was um, this idea of using um, inst- uh, of, of your enjoyment in the past of shooting portraits, but using Instax Mini. But rather than just shooting like a straight on portrait, to perhaps doing like a portrait collage. So using a whole pack of instant instant film. Um, to shoot details of somebody's face and build them up as a portrait collage. So, yeah. like, yeah, right, it would yeah. be slightly, uh, slightly abstract, but you'd still get the essence of this is a, yeah. a, a nice little object that you could give to somebody or you could lay them out together. And, again, like, just mount them up on a piece of, you know, card, put them in a frame and have it on your wall. It would be kind of, like, quite a nice, like, pop art style almost. Um, yeah. Feel. Yeah, um, that's that fun. So, so that was my second idea. And then my third one was thinking about um, the idea of the socially distanced photo shoot and the fact that when people have been doing these with oh, digital yeah. cameras, that you're getting the lines, um, obviously, between the digital camera and um, on the screen, on the computer screen itself. You know, so people, people have been doing photo shoots through Zoom or through Skype or what have you. Um, but you're, you're getting the digital lines whereas you don't get that with analog and especially with something like polaroid or with instax that might be a really nice way of doing that so you could kind of combine your ideas and the the love of the sort of like technical side of things and the fun of um simple workflow just sort of like call from one end of the garden into the house or something you know yeah. and get the kids at one end and and you at the other on your ipad or what have you and get your polaroid camera that that graham gave you or your instax and you could t- do a little photo shoot of the kids yeah. through through the computer screen and that would give a, again another different aesthetic but it would be instant it would be simple there's yeah. no post-production and you've got something that is different there we go. Yeah. So those are my three That's ideas. Oh, just some good ideas. Yeah, some good ideas. Claire did uh, a really cool like photo shoot like this, didn't you? With yeah, with, yeah, with uh, via Skype with Lillian, yeah. and, it, and it worked really well. She, um, I was the subject, and so she she had her SX seventy camera on a on a tripod um through her pc and i literally had the skype on my mobile and we did that that worked but honestly i was really um really impressed how well that worked um that that, so that is yeah i think that's those are three really good ideas i think rachel's put there um the other one i was just thinking of as well was um rather than getting rid of um cameras (laughs) how about bringing maybe possibly bringing some more um in into into your world um i don't know um with instant um i quite like the polaroid one-step camera because you it has an app that you you can um you can have an app on your phone and you can operate it from your phone um so you can you know you can do self-portraits and stuff but you can um play with it on manual um and also um you know the uh, polaroid lab 
-hmm. you know you were talking about how um you, you like to use your phones and phones have really improved um so you can get the best of both worlds you can create some instant pictures from your phone yeah with those, the, those are lab. fun so i have i have one have of the one? Uh, no. <laughs> I, well not a polaroid one but um i've got an instax printer oh right same thing yeah. um which is yeah. uh, uh, um which uh, i really love I, I keep meaning to buy the uh the square instax one actually and keep wanting them to do a uh, a wide instax one as everybody mm. does uh but i've just got i got the first generation one actually which is um, a little bit slow and clunky but it again it's it's amazing um it's, it's a great fun little thing yeah. and uh, it doesn't just work off my phone because my digital cameras are fuji cameras so i have a menu option in my camera for printing ah. uh, and and i don't need a computer or anything like that to print i can shoot on my fuji camera and print directly to one of those printers and it is it is awesome yeah. It's a great, it's great. Um, I also have a little, um, a Canon selfie dye sublimation printer, which prints six by fours. And I've been using that a lot this year, actually. Um, That's uh, really cool. I, I've, um, I, I, it, it no longer lives in its carrying case in a, in a distant <laughs> part of the house. It's actually, it's actually set up all the time. And I've, I've been using that. And there's a lot of those prints, now, as well as a lot of Instax around our house. I'm now literally in the place with six by fours. <laughs> Um, I've got mine sitting next to me right now, actually. Eh? Wow. That's really fun. <laughs> have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. What I are think, use? Yeah, no, the, the selfie printers are amazing. I mean, ours, ours is a few years old now, but that's the that's the second one we had actually. The yeah, first time really we ever cool. bought one was probably about twelve, thirteen years ago. But in the days before, they had things like AirPrint and stuff like that. <laughs> they had no Wi-Fi in those days. You had to take a computer along to to touch them or put your car your camera card in them. Um, but now they're, they're, so, so I'm doing printing actually physical physical aspect yeah, of yeah. it uh, is is interesting but yeah there's the, the uh, def um, I had thought about the um, I had thought about uh, I don't know what you think about this Claire but mm. I had thought about using some of the money from selling some of the cameras I don't use to buying something maybe more sophisticated or or more robust or for a bigger f instant film format because i don't have yeah. an instax wide camera at the moment and i'm not saying i want to buy the mint camera right oh, <laughs> okay. that would be yeah yeah because <laughs> that would drive me nuts because that ca <laughs> because to have a a, a non-coupled rangefinder would be the worst of all hells for me <laughs> <laughs> the tlr um, version eh? just get that you love them right <laughs> you do you <laughs> um so uh but but i had thought about you know uh, maybe buying one of the instax wide cameras maybe maybe the lomo maybe the fuji hell maybe buy both and just keep one i actually like um uh or or, or something or, or or the polaroid um and and uh yeah i love my instax wide and if you were saying earlier like you really like wide aspect ratios i'd i wouldn't hesitate and i'd get one yeah. because you can create really kind of cinematic looking instant pictures they're great yeah no i i, I it's been on my list for a long time john but it, it's just it's just never never done it because i have too many cameras already sort of thing but uh, <laughs> you really um, don't. come full circle then you need to sell your appraisal's but, but, coming up watch it but, 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 if, but, but for the purpose of this conversation that's actually a, th a good thing isn't it right because i end up buying another film camera so that's a good thing right and i'm and i'm shooting film again so so yeah there's it is um yeah so 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 one of my thoughts was to sell maybe i won't sell all the film cameras but um <laughs> uh but 
you know, de- definitely use some of the proceeds to buy a new instant film camera. How about this as an idea then? If you like the idea of giving people instant photos, how about loaning people your cameras to inspire them to take photos with them? Mm-hmm. And maybe you can be invigorated by their enthusiasm into it as well. So that it, that's a, a really good idea. I, I had thought about it. Um, the, uh, the there's there's a. I had also thought about donating them in some way, in a more permanent mm-hmm. way, um, to yeah. to somebody who who might make might better use of them and, and get more value out of them than I currently do. And don't get me wrong, I've had lots and lots of value out of these cameras over the years. Um, but that you know, it might be somebody else's turn now, right? The cameras I shoot with are well, the 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 thirty five mils are from the mid eighties, I think. Um, so you know, in themselves, they're thirty five years old, and I'm certainly not the first person to have used them. Um, mm-hmm. But they're they're in good condition. I've had them serviced, and they could, they could be great cameras for somebody who was really into it. So I definitely be in. Uh, I definitely considered that. There, there's a there's a slight little niggle is that they're actually probably worth quite a lot more than I paid for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and worth double. quite a lot less than they will be in the future. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So, so the, the money isn't, uh, uh, so I'm fortunate enough that I, I don't, these cameras don't owe me anything. I don't need to get money back off them. Um, but nevertheless, I, I am, yeah, if I, if, if I were to give them to people, I mean, those Nikons at the moment, I think they, they're probably worth about £300 each. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so if I was to sell my two Nikons and my Bronica and the lenses that go with them, there's probably at least £1,000 worth of stuff there. Mm. So, do you know, I, I'd want to be, uh, I, I'd want to know that they were going to a good home to donate mm-hmm. them to something. And, and you know, not just because it seems a waste to have cameras that are in really good condition even despite their age uh, you know to to be to go somewhere where they would be mistreated yeah Yeah. um because you know and and they and that yeah that would i i i'd be up for that if so if any if anybody knows of any good causes uh, genuinely good causes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then then yeah please do please please do get in touch because that that is definitely an option yeah well, and I, 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 <laughs> I know i come back to skin but you know it's it's like i said earlier about motorbikes and having you know i, I mean my mum the other day's like what what do you need two motorbikes for how can you possibly ride two motorbikes at once you know as i said to her Shut up, Mum. Um, just keep, <laughs> just keep hold of them. Shouldn't uh, say that to your mum. Well, uh, that's fine. Um, right. So, but but, okay, but so I, you, but I, I'm not mo- motorbikes are not my thing, but cars are my thing. But I only have one car, sort of. <laughs> exactly, sort of. That's <laughs> not true, is it? You don't. But no, that's, well, it's not. No, the, no, because so. Okay, granted. So in in our household, we have three cars, but two of them are owned by my wife, right? And I don't. I don't collect cars. Why I have a car have I really cars? love, but it's an old. It's an, I have a car I love, but it's an old one, and I don't feel the need to go and buy the new version of it. And you know, and given that I've done about twenty miles in it in the last three months, 
<laughs> you just need to hurry up and get on with your midlife crisis and get there, and then you'll have all of the cars again. It'll be fine. What do, what what kind of what do I do for a midlife crisis? Oh, Tell just me. just look at what I've been doing my entire life. I'm having an entire life crisis. Car, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you already did that. Um, I've been is, I have a thing for cars. They cars are, cars are a thing for me, and they always have been. And so I've always had more car than I could afford. <laughs> but, um, okay. Well, look. I, I mean, we're we're heading towards the end here. Hang um, on. Hang on. <laughs> Graham. Uh -huh. Graham, no, Graham, yeah, you have not had your go this year. You're doing so, so I've not been away I've not been away so long, Graham, that I haven't forgotten your tricks for trying not to participate know, in the topic right? of the podcast. Uh, like, okay, well, here's where I'm at. Um first off, for the record, I am not I, I know that I make out that, you know, we should be bullying you into shooting film, but I don't believe that at all. I think engaging with creativity, however you're doing it, is the most important thing. Um I don't wanna I don't wanna be like Rachel and say, Oh, you have to keep filming your life in some way. I don't wanna be that guy. I think it's fine for you to do whatever. I can hear it from here, Rachel. Um but I think the thing for me is that in general, I wonder whether because of time and work and you know and these some of these points have already been brought up before but it's not i don't feel like perhaps you're able to engage with photography as a hobby as much as perhaps you have been able to in the past in like the broader sense of it um it feels like it's something that you're squeezing in around the edges you're grabbing a camera and it makes perfect sense if you haven't got the time and the, and the bandwidth to just kind of revel in the things as you do with you know with, with anything when it's a hobby you can actually just kind of bask in the enjoyment of it it makes most sense to go with the easiest way to achieve a good result um and i was thinking about i mean well, obviously you can't manufacture time that just doesn't work but i was thinking well, what what have i found that works to keep me engaged in doing something creative over a long term um and it's a thing that you've kind of dipped your toe into in the past. Um, and that's the idea of doing stuff with other people. I know you got involved uh, with some collaborative work with folks. It was the beginning of this year or last year. I lose time is relative. Mm, longer ago. Than Tea time, it was you know, 2018, I think. Yeah. It, um, might have been, it might have been two and a half years ago, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and collaborative work's great, but I don't think it, I don't think that so, solves the problem because for me, the thing that I think of when I think of what have what have I done where other people being involved and a commitment to those people has kept me on track and actually doing something and enjoying it for a long time. And this is this. It is this podcast. It is there being somebody somewhere expecting me to turn up and do something. Um, <laughs> yes, there is an element of that, yeah. And um, obviously doing photo walks uh, with other people is one, it's difficult at the moment. And two, it, it, it's logistically not always easy. But during the lockdown we've seen people doing more things like remote photo walks where you basically you hook up with somebody over the phone or whatever and you're both wandering around talking picture taking pictures um okay so it's hmm, it's a cat or something okay yeah it's fine i just heard scratching like mm, sounds like the cat's wandering around somewhere um <laughs> uh and um but you know, getting i mean you need to find the right person to do this with but if you had somebody who on a regular basis like oh on at this time we'll meet up virtually and just kind of be in each other's ears you know use headphones or whatever but 
you're allotting some time to just engage with the hobby and engage with it in a way that is exploration driven rather than um, results driven because results driven is great but um, it's it is the, it's an end it isn't a process that you know it is that's the end step and you were saying about the fact that you want to get more into or explore more of street photography and try and figure out what landscape stuff could work for you um and i don't think you can do that in a kind of right i'm going to go there and just focus on the results kind of thing i think you need to dive into these things and kind of marinate in them a bit um and i wonder whether if you had something like a regularly scheduled get together with somebody so you knew you were going to allot some time and somebody was expecting you to be there so you couldn't go well i won't do it this evening and i've just watched old Poirot or something I can't remember what you guys were talking about <laughs> um so because there's an expectation that that you might start to fi- make the time to engage with the hobby more again um and then you know who knows where that will then lead from that but I definitely think it would lead to you finding more satisfaction with stuff like your street photography or with your landscape stuff because you can be there taking pictures whilst chatting with somebody or whatever whilst you're doing it along who's doing similar or completely different stuff but just keeping keeping you there keeping you to a time to um, share with it so that's kind of my thoughts on it is maybe finding the time to enjoy the hobby of photography um, more broadly again um, as opposed to trying to grab it around the edges because but you know you have young kids and you're working from home at the moment I appreciate that's not easy but well no and, and I think you're right and thank you it's uh, I think there is an element of, of the things that get done, the things that you have discipline to do, and the other th- and the things that you don't have any discipline around are the things that slip. Uh, so they, you know, I, I think there is that, and you know, it's um, and and it's fun as well, yeah, you know, to do that sort of thing. Like I said earlier on, yeah, you know, the yeah, uh, listening to the uh, what was it called groceries point blank i think it was called. i think <laughs> matthew had called it or, or graham you had called it i don't know who came up with that name um that was that was fun you guys sounded like you were having fun uh albeit <clears throat> with a little bit of fear inside but yet your fear is somebody else's fun um and so that's all good <laughs> you know that's that's the sacrifice you make for the masses <laughs> picking on some of the stuff you're saying to me it sounds like you don't have those things just naturally happening in your life at the moment and it's like so there's nothing that's saying oh actually i'm doing this i'd like i want to shoot it on film that's the tool i'm going to use for it so it's okay like it sounds like you either need to manufacture those things yourself or like it's it's circumstance isn't it because you're very restricted on what you can do and what opportunities are presenting themselves um yeah that is absolutely yeah and it, it did need to make it happen yes yeah yeah and i think you know uh, and so you know uh, i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's entirely coincidence that i enjoyed listening to the show where you guys were doing an assignment to make photographs i think that yeah that that, uh, that making photographs appeals to me um mm-hmm. uh you know it, it really does um i uh, I and to an to an extent i think yeah the the what i'd be looking what i'm looking for in analog photography is for the analog photography to add something that i can't get more easily elsewhere and that's why i keep coming back to this whole thing about instant um but by that i should also be buying a van and turning it into a cyanotype lab 
um, and and I'm not sure that that's me either, to be honest. You know, um, apart from the fact that I don't have the technical know-how um, or a van. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I I I think that would probably trip a, uh, probably trigger one of my other constraints of of uh, of time, effort, motivation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, whereas the instant stuff can be done with a minimum of fuss. But I, even if somebody said to me right now, like next week, Sunny 16 is going to be, uh, uh, it, it's going to be um, an assignment show and we've got to make some photographs happen. And yeah, you, you, it's got to be analog, but you can choose whatever you want to shoot on. Then I'd, de- I'd definitely be right up there straight away with an instant camera trying yeah. to figure out how to shoot stuff. The, the, the prospect of doing that with an instant camera, actually, I find quite appealing. And weirdly, at the moment, the prospect of doing that with a different type of film camera, I, I find considerably less appealing. So um, it's, yeah, I don't know, I don't, this, this is, you know, uh, ha- having been conned into having this conversation at short notice, as, as the rest of you have, most of the rest of you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've really enjoyed the conversation and thank you for indulging me and, oh. and, my, probably, and my probably inconsistent points of view on this topic. <laughs> um, before, before we finish, as I know, um, Graham, you were just saying, you know, we're sort of coming towards wrapping up and things. Uh, did you actually have a look at your link of your images from when we went to Oxford and did the photo walk there? Oh, not yet. No, Graham just put it into the chat. So I just okay. thought it might be quite nice if you pop and have a little look at that now. If you click on that. Smug mug link. On the, the smug mug yeah. link and see what we come up with. There you go. These are these are your images. Can can you guys see as well? Uh, yeah. Oh right. Okay. So I this is see. so the story behind this then is that we had a, a a trip out. Well, for me it was a trip out. For Graham it was just at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, trip out. The idea is I had to blast <laughs> through a roll of film in uh, in 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 one walk around the centre of Oxford, um, and then go back and develop it. Although having said that, there is a photo of my daughter sat in front of a piano and she definitely wasn't there that day. So I'm guessing... You started the role at home. I must have started the role at home. Yeah, there must have been the first couple of shots. But your coffee machine as well. Um, On top of the washing machine? blender on top of a fridge but okay. close enough. it's a close-up shot you can't see yeah. the whole thing i think it's a blender on top of a fridge these are two at home but yeah the rest are in oxford yeah. weren't they when we um, went yes so yeah. around the covered market and and other places um, some dust and hairs on some of them yeah i did oh, i got i got i got yeah 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 classic oxford shot of a, a cyclist frozen, fro- frozen against oh, a, 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 a what's the what's a panned background um uh yeah oh, cool that one came out quite well came out very well yeah um, it's quite a lot of gump on the skin like, like i said there was, listen <laughs> that's why that's why these because I, I was definitely going to get these all cleaned up and um but you know if there's any of these we particularly want i will obviously be the tagline for this show you know? <laughs> i was definitely going to <laughs> <laughs> uh so okay. hey, um based on what you were saying earlier um can we pin you down saying you want to do something? You're going to do some instant shots for the cheap shots challenge. Mm. Oh, what's the cheap shots? Groceries, with groceries. Oh, is that what that is? That's um, what that um, is. Right. Uh, uh, and and when does it have to be done by? I don't think I have any. I don't think I have any film in that. You, you got a couple of weeks. <laughs> a couple of weeks. I'd have to buy some film. Yeah. But I can do that. Yeah. Um, um, Instax yeah. mini. Uh, well, I, I, I have to be in Stacks Mini or Square because that's the cameras I've got. 
Okay. I don't, I don't own a Polaroid camera. Yeah, you do. Graham Gable. Oh, I do, do, I do. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> I do. Don't. See, see, too many cameras. No, not enough cameras. <laughs> too many in cameras make you ungrateful. That's the rule. Oh, it's, it's no, because well, I've got loads and I love them. <laughs> They're my special babies. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, well, that's good. We Listen. We'll hold you to that. You know what you should do? You should buy yourself an Instax Wide and shoot it on that. I to do anything. Mm? Do you know what? You, you'd have a future in sales. That What you tried to do there is what's known as a, as a presumptive close. <laughs> yes, exactly. I presume people <laughs> are going to do it. a presumptive close. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Um, well, Aid, it's lovely having you back on. Um, yeah. And uh, however you're engaged with photography, it's all good. As long as you're still taking pictures, that's all that really matters. Um, uh, I am. And, and some of them are analogue and more will be in the future, I am sure. How did it make, actually looking at these pictures that you took on that day and remembering the experience of going out and blitzing through a roll, how, how does it make you feel looking at these now? I remember enjoying hanging out with you guys for the day. Yeah, we yeah. were pretty great, weren't we? We were. <laughs> uh, we look totally enthralled. I've just found one photo that A's taken of Graham, you and myself, and I'm like leaning against the wall looking at my phone. Mm. <laughs> um, and you, you're staring off into the distance. So yeah, that we was towards the end of the day, Rach. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. I was uh, like, we don't look particularly enthusiastic there, but I, it was a lovely day. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I can see that I've take it yeah it was a lovely day i can see that i've taken some highly cliched images of the center of oxford um i uh yeah so so the so what the to answer your question uh i asked graham what these images say to me is that i remember having a good day out with my friends yeah that's what that's what the that's what these photos say to me um i i i don't see there's there's nothing that jumps out at me at the uh, first glance that I would say is a photo that I'm proud of. <laughs> but sometimes nice it's a numbers game. Sometimes it's a numbers game. It's yeah, all right. True that. True we, had a, we had a good day that day. We had a good day that day. We had a very good day. Back when we could all meet up and things were lovely. Well, I think we should probably wrap that up now. I think we've definitely, between us, convinced Aid that and he's going to run out tomorrow and shoot roll after roll of 35 and a half arms through his nickel. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's where we got to with that. I, he was definitely cracking towards the end there, I think. I let, let, let the record show that you're correct. <laughs> Thank you. I just had a thought. We should get we need to uh, figure out some sort of like instax mini back for his bronica there you go boom <laughs> ah yeah oh, amazing that it's using a fancy actually. camera that you enjoy and instant <laughs> yeah. instant chemistry you know and instant result so, instant chemistry yeah. there you go eh? that's it never mind instant gratification instant chemistry <laughs> i think we nailed it there um uh, that sounds like a much less interesting site than instantgratification.com <laughs> you're right you're right okay <laughs> um guys anything you guys want to um mention promote plug this week no, don't all shout at once <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go on. No, I, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> no it's takers, nice. wonderful. But I would like to say, I would like to say thank you again to you all for you know, for uh, for for trying to help. Uh, it's just lovely having you back on. Ed. We'll take any excuse we can find. Um, Rach, is there anything going on on your Patreon this week that you need to let people know about? Who might want to be interested in going and checking out? 
Yeah, I was just going to mention that, if that's okay. Of just, um, just to say that um, Claire and I did a, a first of a new series of Underexposed. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, that's obviously up as episode 207. Um, but I also filmed it, like recorded the call as a video <laughs> call with Hillary. Um, so there's the three of us talking about that. So as a, an extra nice bonus, you can go to my Patreon, um, which is patreon.com forward slash little vintage photography. And you will be able to watch the video of the conversation there as well, which is which is a lot of fun and took me. I worked it out afterwards, nine hours uh, in total. <gasps> Um, to to actually create that, like produce that and create that and get oh, it up wow. online. Um, wow. just, you know, it, we're talking like obviously an hour prepping and thinking about yeah. it, and then two and a half hours recording, and then yeah, and then it, all the rest. But anyway, so um, so just to make me feel like um, it was worth it, <laughs> it would be nice if people fancy going and having a little watch, and and if they do enjoy that, then obviously I will I will create some more. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun to do to do that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there's that. And I have um, just posted up for my uh, for my Patreon supporters. Um, uh, I've posted up the early access link to my Ilford lockdown sessions. Yay. So I did that just before we came on the call. Um, so that's up there now and I'm pretty sure Ilford will be putting it out in the next few days um whilst we're still in not va- vaguely in lockdown mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I I actually filmed that about three weeks ago and um various various things going on in, in my life meant that I was unable to get to the editing side of that because that took me um about three days to do um but I did manage to sort that out over the weekend and I've got that over to them now and I've uploaded it to my Patreon mm-hmm. for there so yeah that's that's what i've got going on this week awesome so claire where can people go to see the work you're sharing at the moment um oh well they could <laughs> they could drive up to the gallery in carnarvon and are we allowed into through. wales yeah. Not <laughs> oh yeah you're not allowed <laughs> not allowed into yeah. wales your wales is closed <laughs> i think i mentioned didn't i i had um an exhibition that was um it opened on march the 6th and it was on for six weeks and then two weeks in um we, we we went into lockdown so that's still hanging there um but yeah i i still i post um as regularly as i can on uh, my instagram um and i update my website so it's my uh, it, my instagram handle is at claire marie bailey and my website is clairemariebailey.com um and i would um like to say to echo what rachel said as well um uh, please watch um the episode of underexposed it was great fun um we've got talking, some more lined up, talking, we? talking yeah. yeah talking with rachel and, and hillary so yeah great fun and we had thunder in it didn't we in the middle of it there was some thunder <laughs> thunder and lightning and everything <laughs> we, we brought the whole experience to yeah, life <laughs> yeah. yeah uh john what about you what about me? <laughs> I, don't, I really <laughs> don't know. I've been trying to figure out for the last few weeks. Um, <laughs> what do you want to know? You're going to be doing your uh, dark room um, bits and pieces. You look like you've been doing loads recently, John. Yeah, I'll, I'll do another uh, Dark Shed Live broadcast probably on Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon. I haven't decided what that's going to be about yet. So, yeah, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and John is at the Dark Shed. Uh, on all social medias except for Facebook Thanks, because great. you're bidding Thanks. Facebook. I'm bidding. I'm, at, I'm bizarrely thinking of, I'm not going to quit all social media, but I'm thinking of 
putting more attention on my website mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just I don't know I don't I, I neglect my website for just randomly posting things on social media and they just disappear don't they so I think it's yeah. I think it's time to go back to to blogging more yeah <laughs> I, like well, that. I like that idea actually I, I don't speaking of somebody who doesn't do a lot on social media anyway I think it, certainly rejecting Facebook has got to be a good thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aid, is there anywhere that you're sharing pictures at the moment? Uh, no, no. Or, or, or are there I any galleries that you've got that people I don't do it for other people. I don't. <laughs> so call around to Aid's house and peer through his window. idea that you're supposed to take photographs for other people. Why would I do that? <laughs> I don't think that's the idea. It's just a possibility. It's a it's a possible uh, result. <laughs> um, no, I uh, no, I, I very I occasionally join in the conversation on Twitter. That's about it, really. Um, but uh, that's so. It. Where are you on Twitter then, Aid? I suppose I do have another podcast. Yeah, I was going to say you do have an entire other podcast. Um... Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's called the that's called the future of photography. Um, of uh, uh, which is uh, a, a podcast that now is a team of four of us. Uh, that that make that podcast and we look into well there's three themes really um there's the uh the the toy the toys and tools and tech uh, uh, that lead us to the future of photography uh, which as you might imagine is is a lot of computational photography at this stage there's the art and an interesting art that can be made with some of these new tools uh, mm-hmm. and toys that are uh, come about and there's also the societal impact which we talk about occasionally which can be anything from you know police officers wearing body cameras through to you know how do you yeah what what is the impact of, of photography on things like um protests and and civil obedience and and lack of civil obedience and stuff like that how it changes people's behavior very cool sounds good sounds very oh, good yeah, that can be at the find that at thefutureofphotography.com mm-hmm. yeah and um and we can look forward to listeners hearing aid back on here when we do the cheap shots challenge show because he's going to take some pictures for the cheap <laughs> shots challenge so so, just... so, yeah. <laughs> so i am not going to be railroaded you know? <laughs> so I, am techni- I am technically on sabbatical and that doesn't mean that i've gone away for good but it, it but it, it also doesn't mean that i have to accept being railroaded until when i'll be back but i do like uh, the, the conversations that we're having in the background i do have some ideas and I do look forward to being back a more regular version, uh, version, a more regular participant in in the Sunny Sixteen world in the in the not too distant future. Well, we should look forward to it, whatever format it comes in, dude. Um, <laughs> well, we should definitely. What about you, Graham? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah, go on. Is there anywhere? Is there anywhere that you're posting at the moment? Um, really. Your bits and pieces that you're shooting with your carbon adventurer? Not really. Not really. I'm hoping to um, get out more soon, but um, I haven't. Yeah, I've been real slack at the moment um, in every way, whether it's shooting, <laughs> processing, or developing. Um, so, uh, but you know, my, my Instagram's uh, myopic underscore me. Go there if you want to look at the garbage I've thrown up so far. Um, and that's about it and occasionally I remember that Twitter exists but not very often um, so enjoy that new followers thank you for following us um, right we will play you out as always with Rachel's fabulous band Rocker from the album Promises I Should Have Kept uh, which you can find on Amazon and Spotify and wherever fine digital music is available that's <laughs> right isn't it Rach? that's absolutely right oh and you can also um, email us for backing paper <laughs> Yes. At sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And go to the website as well, sunny16podcast.com. It's a thing. Matthew keeps it up to date. Well, mostly up to date. Well, 
sort of up to date, but he does a very good job. Somewhat up to date, but he does a great job. Everything that happens on there is thanks to Matthew. So thank you very much, Matthew. And please do remember, we've talked about it a few times, the Cheap Shots Challenge is ongoing. The theme is groceries. You have two more weeks to get your pictures in for that. And also, if you're going to record some audio for us as well, we would love that. We've had some coming already and we would love some more. So please do send in your um, short audio bits from your adventures in trying to make pictures because we love hearing that. Um, Until... We're back again uh, with backing paper probably next. Who knows? It'll be something. Um, Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night.